When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And now 102.3 FM. NBC News Radio, I'm Lisa Taylor. Tom Brady is officially announcing his retirement from football. Boston Globe NFL reporter Ben Volan said Brady wanted to make the announcement on his own terms. He wanted to do a social media post. He wanted to have it during the daytime on his, like I said, on his own terms. And that's, I think, what happened over the weekend, what caused a lot of the confusion. The New England Patriots say Tom Brady's career was quite the ride. That statement came after Brady announced his retirement on Instagram following over two decades in the NFL. In his post, the legendary quarterback did not mention the Patriots or any former New England coaches or teammates when going on to thank a list of people. President Biden is traveling to New York City Thursday to meet with Mayor Eric Adams regarding gun violence. Adams says Biden is a guy that can bear the weight of the city, but also a guy you don't mind sitting down with for a beer. You could just tell that when, you, when you're in his presence, he's just, you know, he's ordinary Joe. He knows the people, but the people know him. There have been a number of high-profile shootings in the city since Adams took office this year. The Senate Majority Leader is cheering President Biden's promise to nominate the first black woman to the U.S. Supreme Court. Every single member of this chamber should embrace the president's commitment to make sure that our courts, and especially the Supreme Court, better reflect our country's diversity. Schumer pledged a swift and thorough confirmation process once the president makes his selection. Jury selection is expected to begin today in New York in actor Cuba Gooding Jr.'s groping trial. The Oscar-winning Jerry Maguire star is facing six sexual misconduct counts involving three women. The 54-year-old actor was arrested in 2019 after a woman accused him of inappropriately touching her without consent at a Times Square bar. AT&T will spin off Warner Media in an effort to merge its media properties with Discovery. Shareholders of AT&T will own 71% of the new Warner Brothers Discovery Company. Spinning Warner Media will allow AT&T to focus on building out its wireless network instead of spending time on entertainment to compete with rival streaming services. You're listening to the latest on NBC News Radio. If you ever plan to motor west, take my way, the highway that's the best. Get your kicks on Route 66. It winds from Chicago to LA, more than two thousand miles all the way. Get your kicks. Six, six. Now it goes through St. Louis, Joplin, Missouri, 
Oklahoma City looks so, so pretty You'll see Amarillo, Galapoo, Mexico Flagstaff, Arizona, don't forget Winona Kings, Boston, San Bernardino Want you get hip to this mindly tune When you make that California trip Get your kicks on Route 66 It's controlled chaos. Stop of the IE and the world on 1050 AM KCAA. NBC News Talk Radio. It is Control Chaos, KCAA, 1050 AM, 106.5, 102.3 FM, in the Inland Empire. Tuesday morning, Gary Garver here. And I got my brother. We've been doing this show for, I can't even believe it, eight years now. And uh, I love him to death. The guru of the ghetto, Jigga Jones. Good morning, Jigga. My brother, how what's are you? What's going on, Gary, Gary, Gary? Well, you know what's been going on. I'm just uh, trying to get through this uh, this devastation, Jigga. Um, you know you know how close I was with Scotty and what we did together and everything. And, you know, basically our show has coincided with the time I took care of Scott. And he, uh, he started doing work for Catasil and all that good stuff. Hey, let's talk about the last concert that you guys went to. Uh, we went to, I think the last concert I went to with him was, what was it? It might have been Van Halen at the Hollywood Bowl where we got to see Eddie Van Halen. And the funny thing was, this is a great thing. So I, I, it, let's just talk about this one first because we saw yeah, so man. many different concerts. And uh, so we went to the Van Halen concert at the Hollywood Bowl. Uh, Eddie Van Halen was playing um, with uh, David Lee Roth and his brother and his son, Wolf. And 
It was the last concert that they actually played in Los Angeles together. And David Lee Roth could not sing at all. I mean, you couldn't even understand him, right? So mm-hmm. after the concert, Scotty's like, David Lee Roth sucks. He, not, he can't <laughs> sing anymore. He can't sing anymore, you know? So uh, I go, I know, right, Scott? He's like, yeah, what happened to him? He can't sing anymore. And I go, yeah, it was really weird. You know, I was like, you know, I, I said, Eddie Van Halen kicked ass. So he goes, yeah, Eddie and the rest of the band were good. But David Lee Roth, he can't sing. You know, he, he doesn't even know the words to his own songs. And I go, I know. So, yeah, that was uh, that was great. We went to many concerts. Uh, got to see Tom Petty's last concert that he ever did at the Hollywood Bowl. And I took him to see Robert Plant at the Greek That's Theater. I was talking about the Robert Plant one and the <laughs> Yeah, dude. Yeah, that was cool. Robert Plan. We got to see Sammy Hagar. We saw Guns N' Roses at Dodger Stadium. Uh, Bon Jovi at the Forum. I mean, Neil Young. Oh, oh by the way, we, we, maybe we'll talk about Neil Young later in the show, but we went to Neil go see Neil Young. Oh, terrible. <laughs> he wanted to go see yeah. Neil Young. I said, Scott, because Scott was a big Neil Young fan. I don't know why, but he loved Neil Young. I go, hey, Scott, you want to go see Neil Young at the Forum? And he's like, yeah, yeah, Gare. So I can't, I mean, I I tried to sit through it. I actually, it's the one concert I walked out, like, before it ended. You know, I, was just, I couldn't take Neil Young. It was just so terrible. And uh, he was he had, like, songs about Mo- Monsanto. He was singing songs oh, about Monsanto. Wow. He had two songs, Neil Young sang two songs about Monsanto. Supposed rebel. Yeah. It was, uh, he was giving out seeds and stuff like that. Like, all sorts of weird, I don't know. It was weird. But, uh, yeah, we had a lot. Listen, man, I mean, the last... You know, nine years were really tough. I mean, the poor kid. The thing about the about Scotty was he never got any help from any doctors, man. They didn't even know what Catacil was. I mean, 75, 80%. You were his one true advocate that started educating actual doctors as to what the hell was wrong with him. Yeah. You know, and remember you would say, hey, blah, blah, blah. Then they, they, they would give you some BS and you said, no, it's Catacil. It's this, this, and this. And, you know, that just lets you know everything that's wrong with our healthcare system. And this is new. You know, this isn't used to be a thing, you know. And you would stand up for him and say, hey, he's got catacil. It's, it's, and then you started the awareness and you, and you brought people on the show. And that's what was magical about what you did is you, is you made it a big, because I'm sure there's, I know that there's other people somewhere suffering from it. Yes. But you made it a awareness thing, which was really good. Well, thank you. And, uh, you know, and, and that's because of the heart you've got, you know? Well, thanks, Jerry. And I, I, I always appreciated that, man. No, I appreciate it. Yeah, so, it was, uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was very frustrating. The, that was the frustrating part for Scotty because he's like, you know, do you have any help for me? You know, do you have any medicine for me? Uh, how long am I going to live? You know, is there any help at all out there? And it would always be no, no, and I don't know. You know, I don't know. You know, maybe they'll, he would ask, is there a cure? Is there a cure for Catacil? And they would go, not right now there isn't. And imagine if you have some terrible disease and they say, there is no cure. I don't know what it is. And I don't know what's going to happen to you. I mean, most most diseases and most illnesses, the doctors can at least tell you, hey, you know, you got this, 
you got a certain amount of time to live or we have some medication for you to take. But they had no clue on it, Jigga. And that was the most frustrating thing for him and I. And, you know, he finally gave up about three years ago. He really said, you know, I'd say, hey, Scott, let's go because we'd go bowling and then go to sushi. We'd go out and maybe work out a little bit and stuff like that. He oh, would, that's good. And he would say. Oh, okay. When you do sushi, what, what kind of stuff would you order? Uh, we'd order and roll or <laughs> we'd order eel and he loved eel. Ah. I turned him on to freshwater eel and baked mussels. Ah. He loved baked ah. mussels and freshwater eel. <laughs> no, <laughs> I still like it to this day. Yeah, I turned oh, him on to. Hell. I, I turned him on to the stuff that I liked and and he liked it you too. You gotta come out here with the missus. They got a great uh. You're not leaving. Yeah, sushi place out here. You'd love it. No. Nah. No, I was. Hold on one second. What? You're not leaving. Don't leave until after the show. All right, my mom's my mom's getting up. She got up this morning. What? Yeah, put your stuff in your. You, you know, you're. I don't know why you're. Hey, your mom, I said hi. Jiga Jones says hi. I will, but why? Why you? Why you moving all your stuff when you're just going to come back tomorrow? I mean, you're going to take all your stuff and then bring it back. I mean, I don't know. Do whatever you want. What? All right, well, do whatever you want. I don't know. My mom is. You guys go out for breakfast or something when the show's over. No, uh, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> pancakes are always good. Yeah, pancakes, pancakes are always. Pancakes and a shot of rum. Actually, we had uh, last week. I took her out for some pancakes. So, uh, but the oh, the good. bottom line is, is that you know the frustration factor was so terrible uh, for him, uh, you know, and the last three years. Of course it is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just. And you have to educate the doctors to say, oh. You don't know what the hell's going on. It's this. And then they go, oh, what is that? I don't know what Catacill is. And you have to educate them. Exactly. They start at that point. Exactly. How frustrating could that be? Oh. You know, you're the doctor supposed to know his thing, but yet knows Jack Doss about what's going on. That's not fair. That's not fair to you as a, as a patient and, and even as a as a person to, to watching the patient. That's just not fair. Yeah, it was, it was terrible. Know, it really isn't. Well, we, we both gave up at the end. I mean, the last year, I mean, I, I, you know, I tried to take him to a doctor out here in Palm Springs. They were clueless. You know, he didn't want to yeah, go. Don't come to Vegas then because I'll tell you, these, these doctors out here are less than what you see in California because California, there's all the money incentives, so you got all the good doctors there. Once you leave California and go somewhere else where there's no money incentive, you just get jackholes and know nothing. Yeah, so it, it just I, I I get it, man. I I hate the medical profession. I mean, it's a total rip off, and uh, you know they don't they're clueless. We're we're cattle, dude. We're just cattle. That's all we are. In and out. You know, when my mom was growing up, and back then, and when your dad, and we'll talk about your dad, cause and we're gonna talk about grief today too, because it's okay, yeah, okay. It's, because it's okay to say you're not okay. I can't stand when people ask me, and you know, of course, I, I'm 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 devastated, Jigga. I mean, I'm devastated. I'm, I'm a walking zombie. I'm not right. I'm not right. And when people ask me if I'm okay, I go, no, I'm not. But how many people just BS because this is our society? You go, are you okay? You go, yeah, I'm okay. It's yeah, I'm sure. I'm fine. And then they go kill themselves, you know, four hours later. Right. It's, you have no idea. Listen, if you're going through heartache and in this world right now, in this time of our society, a lot of people are heartbroken and going through tragedy after tragedy Especially with all this oppression going on all this coronavirus bull crap and and all the stuff they they, they and they tell you somebody died and you you can't go to the funeral 
and all this crap. I mean, oh, I mean, come on, man. This, 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 this is all wrong, and they've done this on purpose, and and they know why they've done this on purpose. Yeah, well, to make money. That's that's the bottom line. Oh. It's all about the almighty dollar. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's another. You know, believe me, if you're going through heartache right now or a loss or whatever you're going through it, and when somebody asks you it's, if you're okay just say no i'm not okay and if they want to listen yeah. to you they will through your if they're your friend and you and they love you they'll listen they'll say what's going on what how can hey, i help okay you if i give out the, the suicide prevention uh, hotline please number? do please do and sadly i know it's by heart it's uh, 800-273-8255 if you think that if you ever have a, a problem that you you think that you you want to end it all, please call this number. Give it out. 800-273-8255 is eight hundred two seven three two eight two five five. It's a national suicide prevention hotline, and suicide is never the answer. No. I mean, even though it's a, it does, it may seem like it is in the short time, but geez, eight hundred two seven three eight two five five because. When you you think you're going to kill yourself, is going to end all your problems. Think of all your friends, all your family, all the people that relied on just talking to you once a month, once every two months, and that you're gone. And and that's something to think about. Yeah, you're being, you're being selfish. Because, yeah, you're you know. being selfish. You're being selfish if you commit suicide. You're being selfish. That's a, a selfish act. Okay, because you're just all you're doing is hurting other people. You're hurting yourself, of course, but you're hurting other people. And by the way, you know what? I'm not sure you go to heaven if you if you commit suicide. Now, I, I, you know, I, know. I, you I just don't know. Depending on what your belief structure is, yeah. you probably are not going to heaven. Yeah, so don't don't do that. You know, talk to somebody. Well, is, you know, I've had I've had friends. I talked to them, and they said they're doing fine. And you find out they've committed. And you're like, what? Why? Yeah. Oh. I broke up with my girlfriend. Oh. Really? That's why you ended it all because some brought. Uh, really? Yeah. No, I no. Get it. Yeah. You know, and, and and sometimes it seems like a temporary thing can be this. So, you know, don't sell yourself short. Even though, and the thing is, life is precious. Yes, it but is. All not, but not all life is precious. No. And the thing is that, yeah, you know, you get these these people who bless children and do all these horrible things, that life is, that life's not precious. Right. But the thing is, you know, like for a person like you, Gary, you gave everything to your brother. You, 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 you doted over him. You made sure, even when he made your life miserable because he was, <laughs> he was upset. You, you, you found a way to say, okay, I'm going to get around that. I'm, I'm going to fix it. I'll do this. And that's good because you had enough love to bridge those gaps. I loved him and so much. Is, I loved him so much, you Jigga. Damn sure did. I mean, I, I even I was thinking about it yesterday too. You know, because it was, uh, you know, I was just thinking about it yesterday because he came to me. He comes to me all the time. You know, and some weird things. Oh like, yeah, after they go, they, they they get in your dreams. They get in your your uh, unconscious thoughts. Dude, I got to talk you about know, this a too. Bird, a bird will sit on your on your shoulder. Crazy stuff like that. Yeah, no, I mean, they're, they're, they're about three nights ago. The smoke alarm upstairs went off for no apparent reason. Just out of the blue, just went off. It was just weird. Wow. And then about three hours later, it went off again. And it wasn't. It wasn't like a oh the battery's dead type thing. No, it was like beep 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 beep. I mean, it was like, and I, I felt Scotty there doing that, screwing with me, and uh, a couple other things. I took yeah. a I took a shower over the weekend, and um, 
I got out of the shower and the faucet was running. The hot water faucet was running. And I was like, "Come on, dude!" Now, I mean, he's he's messing with me. And I, there's a couple other but things. He's trying to signal you from the beyond because they don't have the ability to say, "Hey, Gary, it's me." Yeah, yeah. They got to figure something out. Right. So it was turning on the water. Yeah. Flicking on a light. Yeah. He knocked uh, on. He knocked. A smoke uh, alarm. Yeah. 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 Uh, a few days ago too, he. Uh, he knocked on my, my mom was sleeping. Her mom said, oh, I heard a knock on the window and she's sleeping in his room. I heard a knock on the window, you know, and I like, and it, it happened again too, like 15 minutes later. So he was knocking, letting mom know that, uh, he's around. So yeah, we're seeing some really, really cool signs. And all I, all I picture him with Jigga is that he's so happy. He's like, Gary, I'm so happy. I hate that. You're so Not sad suffering now. Yeah. He goes, I'm so, I'm so, yeah, he goes, I'm, I'm, I'm done, man. I'm out of my, I'm with dad. I'm with my dad. I'm, I'm with dad. We're, we're having a great time. I'm seeing all our friends and family and I'm, I'm okay. And he says, I'm, I'm sad that you're so sad. And I go, Scotty. And I said, I said, listen, man, I got to go through this right now. I'm so happy. You're happy. That is the best thing that news you could tell me, but man, I've got to grieve for you. I can't just snap out and go, okay, well, since you're happy and I feel you that you know, I'm going to be happy. I'm not going to be happy. I'm not going to be okay for a long time. No. I'm not going to be okay for a long time, dude. I mean, that's just the bottom line. And uh, I know he's he's like my big brother now, Jigga. I mean, you know, I was his big brother and to try to take care of him for years. And I did so many. I was just thinking about the things that I, I gave him my, I gave him my, you know, I'd give him my cars. Like, you know, I'd, I'd buy a car or something. And I, I, he's like, Eric. Can I, I had a Jeep, I had a Jeep Wrangler, and I bought a I bought a, a '88 Corvette. This was back in the '90s, right? And no, oh. I bought the, I bought an '88 Corvette. This was like 1997. I bought an '88 Corvette. I had my my Jeep Wrangler. It's like he's like, Garrett, can I have your Wrangler? And I'm like, yeah, go ahead, you can have it. Go ahead. He took that, and then I bought when I bought my truck. I still had the vet. He goes, Gary, can I have the vet? And I go, because he thrashed my Wrangler, by the way. He totally, he totally, <laughs> he totally, effed, he totally effed up my Wrangler, right? I go, dude. Oh my God. So I go, dude. So I bought the, I bought the, the truck in 2004, and I, I still had the 88 vet, you know, black convertible. Beautiful, man. You know, it was, I, I used to drive it down the coast all the time and blah, 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 Malibu. And I was like, he's like, Gary, can I have the vet? He's like, I said, Scotty. You already thrashed up the Wrangler. You're gonna you're gonna f this one up too. No, I won't. I promise you, I won't f it up. I I'll take good care of it. I go. You swear you'll take good care of it? And he's like, Yeah, I'll take good care of it. Well, he thrashed that too. <laughs> now, now here's what I'm gonna ask you now. Go ahead. What's your best childhood memory of of <laughs> of Scotty? Uh, the best childhood memory of Scotty. When you guys were kids. And just you know, just some crazy, you know, kids do crazy things, and funny things happen to kids, and you never forget it. I tell just, I, I tell you straight out, Jigga, I, I had so many cool memories. I used to just love watching him play baseball. He was such a great baseball player when he was a kid. I mean, we were both all stars at Tarzana Park, but this kid had such natural oh, ability. Tarzana Park. Yeah, the Tarzana Park. Yeah, that. And, Before and, they had the backstop put in with the with the fence and everything. Right. right? Yeah, they built a gym there and all that. Yeah, the totally. It was so. Anyways, wow. we had we had. We, I mean, just watching him play baseball. You know, we played probably some of my best memories was when my dad would pick us up like at Saturday or Sunday morning, probably Saturday morning at like seven in the morning. 
and we'd get up, and my dad belonged to Braemar Country Club in, in Tarzana, off of Reseda Boulevard, where Chris Brown actually resides now. There was, it was a dead end back then. Yeah, there was nothing up there back then. There was nothing up there. It was a dead end at the end of Reseda wow. Boulevard. Now it's million-dollar houses, and Chris Brown lives up there and, you know, and, all, and creates holy hell up there. You need to go smoke weed up there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, but he, my dad, my dad would pick me and Scotty up and maybe, and sometimes some of our friends would go like the Brockamani. He's got rest their soul, Steve and, and uh, Chris Brockamani and Jim Pizer and uh, Robert Chef. He'd pick uh, Jeff Lapidus, uh, just all these different neighborhood kids. And sometimes he'd pick, he'd pick us up and we'd go and there was a little three par nine hole golf course. So my dad would go play the big golf course, and me and Scotty would go play the par three golf course, and we'd play like for hours. And we we're like the only kids there, Jiga, and we we had our own little credit. <laughs> we had our own little green, uh, green uh, Braemar uh, credit card where we could go charge like you know we'd buy like uh, yeah, hamburgers and uh, orange. Orange soda floats, you know. And you get those really good French fries from up there. Right? Oh yeah, yeah great French fries. The French fries are great. Yeah. By the way, they, if you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm uh, with Larry David, the the golf course they use is Braemar Country Club. That's the backdrop. Oh no way. Yeah, yeah. If they you have ever... the best French fries there. Yeah. Oh, they do. They had big, big old fries, man. You're right. The fries were awesome there. The French fries were awesome there. That's the, the one thing I remember. The damn French fries were phenomenal. Yeah, and the food and all that. So me, they were like they were better than puff and taco. Oh, they're they're they were huge. They were like and fresh too, man. I mean, everything was like you know top of the top of the food chain stuff, you know? And uh, so we had a little green Braemar credit card. So me and Scotty would go into the club. Wait, did you ever get the, did you ever order the onion rings from there? Uh, yeah, of course, dude. Of course. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. See, that's, that's what it is. Yeah. Valley, Valley kids. And, and, and everybody, and everybody knew us. We were like one of the only kids up there, you know, cause dad didn't give my, one thing about my dad. He didn't give an S man. He would take us to places that, only adults were allowed to go or, or, or would be going. I mean, you know, he'd take us to, like, these celebrity golf tournaments and play in them, and me and Scott would ride in the carts with him. I mean, it was crazy. He was My dad was really – he didn't give a damn. He brought his kids. So, you know, we that was really cool. So we'd go up there and, and uh, play golf, and th those are some of my best memories there. Um, and, you know, then there was a swimming pool, and, and everybody loved us there, all the all the cats, man. I mean, I can name them. The, the clubhouse attendant, Marion, who uh, – uh, used to give me lines of cocaine when I was a teenager. When I worked there as a my <laughs> my first job as a bus boy, uh, my first job was a bus boy at Braemar Country Club. And I remember Marion. I loved him to death. I'm sure he's he's passed on, and I'm sure he's Scotty's talking to him right now. Um, and uh, he would just yeah he gave us lines of blow you know when I was working there. <laughs> don't tell your dad, man. That's don't tell man. your dad, you know. And, uh, yeah, damn sure don't tell yeah, your dad. And Smitty, <laughs> and I mean, and 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 James. I mean, there were just so many cool people that worked there, and I and they loved us. They loved us, you know, because my dad was real. My dad wasn't one of these phony baloney a holes that uh, belonged to the country club. Like he didn't. He never played in any of the golf tournaments. He wasn't like he, my dad. Oh, really? No, my dad was a great golfer, but he never played it because he was a. a I'll, I'll be honest. My dad was a, a, a sandbagger. He has. He would take his handicap to like. Mom's laughing right now. She's listening to this. Mom, he, he was like, he was like probably about. My dad was probably about a two or three handicap, which means he shot two or three strokes over par. But his handicap was like eighteen because what he would do, what he would, yeah, what he would do is he would 
get it up to 18, and then he'd play in these celebrity golf tournaments. And, you know, they have, like, a, a gross and a net where you, 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 yeah. your, your score gets adjusted to your handicap. So he'd go out there with an 18 handicap and shoot, like, a 78, and then that would equal, equal a 60, you know? And he would, win the, <laughs> he would win the golf tournament, you know, because he had all these trophies. <laughs> so the members hated him, dude. I mean, the most, well, you know, sure. the hoity-toity a-holes couldn't stick. Yeah, and that's why he never played in any of their golf tournaments. He's like, F you, I'm doing my own thing. <laughs> So they didn't dig him, but he didn't give a damn. That was my dad. My dad was a total rebel. Yeah, you know, he didn't give enough. You know, he's like f these people. But he was really close to all the staff, like the chef and the bartenders and the waitresses and all that. He was really close to all the staff, the, the parking attendants. He loved all those guys, man. Ricardo, Smitty, Marion, the people James. that actually mattered. He cared about the people that these other people looked down upon. He befriended, and that's that was the yeah, great the lesson that about actually mattered. Your dad was right there with him. Exactly. Like that. He that, that's that was one of the greatest lessons my dad really taught me in life. And I take it to this day that man, you know what? Everybody's equal on this planet. Don't you know, don't treat anybody below you. Treat everybody with respect and love and, and treat everybody equal. And he showed me that at a young age, man. He showed me at then the at that time, that's and he, valuable. That's yeah, valuable, good man. Yeah, and he showed Scotty that, and we and we took that. Both me and Scotty had that same philosophy that we respected everybody, whether you had everything or nothing, you were equal. You know, you were you were the same. You were never, never, never looked down upon people, and I, I and that's why I, like I can't that. stand our society with which what's going on today with all the the rhetoric and bull s and all the me 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 and selfishness and all this crapola and. Uh, you know, it, it's crazy. But, yes, we had some – I mean, we had – I have so many great memories about Scotty as a, a kid. I mean, we go to Dodger games, and we had season tickets. And my dad – Scott. this is when Scott was really young. And, and we, my dad had two tickets. So he takes Scott – Scott was small. I mean, he actually – mom's laughing about this, too. Uh, Scott was small, so my dad would literally – With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to – has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Take Scott. It was a turnstile back then. And he would take Scott with his big paw hand because my dad had a huge hands and put scott's neck grab grab his neck and put it underneath the turnstile <laughs> to get into the game and and uh, and, the, and they never said anything because we were season hit ticket holders for like six years but yeah we had i mean and people that's the way people used to do it back then yeah you, you can listen that's when life was good that's when you didn't have to have yeah. your bags checked or you didn't have to you go. You didn't have to have a vaccine passport. Right. You didn't have to do any of that crap. You didn't have to do anything. So there's, I mean, I mean, just Tarzana Park playing ball in the street. We used to play baseball in the street, you know, on, on Donna Avenue. 
play hide and seek. You know, we 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 had a listen, man. We had a great great childhood. We were blessed. Westlake Village. Uh, my cousin talked about it. Um, Stacy, where he, Scotty would go bass fishing because we lived on the island and we had a little fishing yeah, boat. You could. Yeah, and there and, was bass there. Yeah, there was bass there, and Stacy learned. My I guess Scotty. I didn't know this, but Scotty taught him how to bass fish, and Stacy says he's taken wow. it to this day. So, man, there's so many great memories about him, and, I, and those are the memories I got to remember. In fact, I went running uh, over the weekend. And, and this is the first time I've ran since uh, he passed on. And I felt him oh. running with me, Jigga. I felt him running with me like we were racing like we used to race, you know. Like we used to have races, oh, man. Oh, fantastic. And I felt him racing. And he was, he was like 10 and I was 12. And I was running. I was running over the weekend. You know, he was running with me. He's like, come on, Gary, let's go. I want to run. And, and he's actually telling me. Like he's saying, hey, I want to go running with you. So, yeah, he's running with me, man. So he's he's free of that. He's free. He couldn't run with me. He couldn't even do anything. He couldn't even walk. So I got to remember this, man. And it's okay to grieve. It's okay to say you're not okay. I just want to tell people yeah, it's okay to say you're not okay. Don't don't be a phony if you're going through a tragedy or a loss and say you're okay when you're not okay. You need to let it right. out. You need to let it out. You need to feel this like he's like, Gary – I'm happy. I, I don't. I hate to see you so sad. And I go, Scotty. I have to feel the sadness. I have to feel this so I can get through life. I don't want to be a phony and say, "Oh, I'm okay. Everything's good. I know you're happy. I know you're with Dad. I know you're with all our friends up there and family." But I'm not. I'm not with you. I'm down here in hell. This is hell, man. I'm. I'm going through hell. This well, is- you're in California. I'll have to agree with you. You're in hell. <laughs> you always have to throw that in. Hey, listen. You're in hell. All right. Let's 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 take a quick break. And uh, and then we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk about I want to talk about what you went through with your dad because you're, you lost your dad and I want to talk about your grief and then you know I don't know if we'll talk about anything else but let's just get into that because it's important it's an important show to do people need to Hell hear yeah, this it that it's okay to not be okay it's okay to not be okay all right and it's it okay to drink scotch first thing in the morning thank you very much okay <laughs> of course <laughs> we'll be back after this. Gary Garver produced the number one radio show for 10 years while Chicken Jones listened on from his jail cell. Now, together, Chicken Jones and Gary Garver. Controlled chaos. If you're an avid golfer like I am or just a beginner learning to play, I have a great golf course for you. Mesquite Country Club. Mesquite is one of my favorite golf courses to play in the Coachella Valley. Mesquite is a challenge for golfers of any skill level to play. Test your accuracy with their fairways, water hazards, and great greens. Located minutes from downtown Palm Springs, Mesquite offers a great value for desert golf, combining quick place of play along with affordable green fees. Mesquite is a fun course for all, and they welcome families and kids of all ages. Additionally, Mesquite has a great practice facility, which includes a grass driving range, as well as a practice sand bunker and putting green. For more information, go to mesquitegolfcc.com. That's MesquiteGolfCC.com, or give them a call at 760-992-5158. 760-992-5158. Mesquite Country Club, a fun and challenging golf course for all. In these trying times, many people are depressed and lost because the future of our society is up in the air. People are turning to drastic measures, including the abuse of drugs. If you're turning to substance abuse, because you are feeling there is no hope, 
we have a way for you to see the light. SAD, or Stop Abusing Drugs, is a nonprofit organization that will help you at no cost to you stop abusing drugs. Founded by Tony Navarchi, SAD will refer you to the top detox doctors in your area. SAD will pay every and any cost for you, including doctor visits, counseling, and medications. Tony Navarchi's main goal is to reach over 15 million people throughout the United States and save their lives. Companies can also donate to SAD and use it as a tax write-off. If you need help, SAD is there for you 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. If you or a loved one needs help, or if you have a suggestion or idea for Tony, you can reach out to him by calling 844-493-3386. That's 844-493-3386. Or email Tony at Tony at SadDetox.com. That's Tony at S-A-D-D-E-T-O-X.com. If you or a loved one needs help, please contact SAD. There is a light at the end of this tunnel. How you doing? This is Gary Garver. In today's society, the majority of people are not getting enough sleep. I know I'm not. If you're like me and having problems getting a good night's rest, whether it's health or stress-related, I have a solution for you. South Pacific Sleep Lab. South Pacific Sleep Lab will do an evaluation of your sleep pattern and will provide a comprehensive study so you can start getting a restful, peaceful night of sleep. They take all types of insurance, which will cover your cost of the evaluation, and they will even provide transportation to their offices at no cost to you. For more information, contact Tony at 310-999-1887. That's 310-999-1887. Tony even stays awake all night, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, so you can sleep better and rest easy. South Pacific Sleep Lab. Start feeling better and getting a great night of sleep today. Marilyn, do you believe all the stories in the Bible? Uh, what do you mean by believe? That's an expensive well, question. Well, do you believe? Do you believe? You know, there's a bunch of different stories in the Bible. Do you believe, believe them to be true? But I believe them to be entertaining. What's your favorite? Do you believe in reincarnation? Yes. And what do you want to be when you when you uh, return? A a. Uh, a yeah, I want to be AIDS. You want to be AIDS? Yeah. Why AIDS? Because it shares so much with so many people. Gary Garver, Jew of the... Ah, never mind. It's Control Chaos. KCAARadio.com and iHeart. Gary Garver here with the Guru of the Ghetto, my brother from another mother, Jigga Jones. Jigga was just talking to my mom off the air. And I want and, and listen, man, I know you, you're very heartbroken about this and i just want to say thank you so much but you know what i gotta remember we all have to remember because i i just want to say so i just want to thank so many of my friends that have reached out to me that are just heartbroken i mean i hear it in their voices they're crying along with us and i, I just want to say thank you and thank you man i mean for all the years that we've been doing this show and all the great things that we've done and you know and you, you know, you always sing my praises and I sing your praises, but you know what? It's it's just a, it's a tragic loss, and I just want to thank everybody for just reaching out to us. I'm, you know, it's just it's uh it's really amazing. It's really amazing to see the love, and um, you know, I know you went through a very tough time a few years back losing your dad. Why don't you talk about that for the listeners to 
So we because we need we need to grieve. We need it. We need to feel this to get through it. Well, I grew up without a mother, and my dad was my only um, anchor to anything. And um, you know, and when when you know I do stupid stuff, you know I do dumb. <laughs> no, stuff not on you. The internet, you, not know? you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and he would call me and go, "Ah, oh, I can't be proud of what you did this time. This is horrible." You know, and he would laugh. It was funny, but all but through all the stupid things I've been through, and all of them stuff that's happened he's always you know there and then when he passed it was just out of nowhere and it's like you know not like it is today where now you you can't even go to a funeral you you can't find out what's going on and they they shroud everything in this mystery because covid is so dangerous you have a less than two percent chance of dying from it but yet they, they 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 shut the whole uh country down for nothing yeah and then you know and then the missus, her, uh, her, her uncle died. He took this shot for the vaccine. And he said, oh, there's no, there's no chance you're gonna, nothing's going to happen to you. And he took this shot, and the next thing he's got blood clots. He's got problems, and he's having problems. He, this man's been healthy all of his life, 56 years old. Boom, boom, boom. Now, all of a sudden, he's got blood clots they gotta open his brain up they, they, they fly him to el paso and we're talking about the sweetest man i've ever met in my life and talking to him and i and 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 then and then he had the audacity to take the second shot oh. and uh this is new mexico and they they tell you that you know certain places you could take these shots and really die from it and i'm telling you that's what he got and they, they did all this. They tried to work on him. They tried to do all this stuff. He had blood clots. And we flew out there, and his his mind was gone. And then he passed. And I'm telling you, one of, you know, he was a gay man and a good man at the same time. Yeah. And um, and the way he passed was just horrible. Yeah. And they did the blood clots. And then as soon as they said it was because of the shots, everyone just kind of turned their back on him. Oh, because he... No, we, we we don't want to believe this, it, it, but it was. He was a healthy person. He took the shot. The next thing you know, he's passing out. He's falling down. He's bumping his head, and then he always oh, having he's having uh, what they call it uh, they call it a maladventure from the shots. They didn't call it uh, they didn't call it what it was. When you say he, he took the shot, it's, it's killing him. They don't say they call it a maladventure, and um. No medication is for everyone, and I'm telling you, and because that's true. It, as great as penicillin is, you can't mandate everybody take penicillin because there are people that are allergic to it. Absolutely. And the same thing with the good man, Rudy, and he was a good guy. And um, I'm sorry to he hear that. From it. I'm sorry to hear that, man. That's and terrible. It's terrible. Just heartbreaking stuff, and the thing is, you know, you wonder yourself, what are you going to do when this happens? And the thing is, the bad part of it is they tell you that these these COVID vaccines are safe and effective. Why would you say something is safe and effective? No medication is for everyone. And no matter what it is, you can't mandate penicillin because people are allergic to it. But yet when they die from it, oh, no, that's horrible. And we got a really nice letter from the people at Pfizer. <laughs> it, it, it it was a nice letter, and you looked at it, and you, that, that's great. But you killed him. 
with the stuff because he thought since he saw the celebrities taking it, he could take the stuff and he took it against everybody telling him no. He did it anyway because the media, the TV, everything he saw said you is safe and effective. And he took it and he died anyway. So my thing is, I, I just. I don't even know where to steer this, but the whole well, thing is. Well, I, I wanted I wanted to talk about you know because he said something off the air to me uh, before the show. Like uh, he's like Gary, you know, I know you took care of Scotty night and day, and you're you with did. him 24 hours a day. What are you gonna do now? Yes. And, and I answered, I have no idea what I'm gonna do right now. I have no clue. Yeah, the, the 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 death the void the, in your life is gone. It, it, the, I'm telling the, you, the silence. Like, even stuff with him, yeah. When 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 her uncle uh, got sick, we I would call him every day. It was my thing. I call him in the morning. I call him at lunch. I call him in the afternoon. And then when he passed, I didn't know what the hell to do with my time. Yeah. Because I was used to talking to him so often, and then once he was gone, I didn't know what to do. Well, that's... and for you, you lived with him, and you you Scott was everything. You know, breakfast, lunch, dinner. Yep. And I was like, oh, my God, I got to call Garrett. How the hell are you doing? Because I don't know what I would do with a void that big in my life in the in the open part. And you lived with him. I just I didn't know what to say when, when you told me that he passed. I just I, I panicked. I, I lost. No. I'm okay. Listen, I, listen, man. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm. I mean, I'm not okay. I'm not okay, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna kill myself, brother. I'm not gonna yeah, do that because I. Not, they, they don't want me to. It's just like, I remember when my dad passed in 1996. Uh, he died actually in Las Vegas, and I had to, you know, make the funeral arrangements. And I, I was flying back out on Southwest. I'll never forget it. And I was crying. I was crying on the plane. And I was like, Dad, just crash this plane. Crash it. I don't want to be here anymore. And he's like, Gary, I'm okay. I'm playing golf. The fairways are as green as green can be. Golden cart pass. I'm playing with my buddies. I want you to live. I want you to take care of Scotty and your mom. I'll see you again one day. I'll see you again one day, but not right now. Not right now. And... I'll never forget that when he came to me on the plane. And suicide is not an option. Suicide is not an option ever for anything, especially over some chick or some dude. I mean, please. Or some bull crap. Who cares? Yeah, there's some. Please. Life will get better no matter what. It will get better. And and life will get better. And I know that I'll I'll go on and, you know, I'm going to carry Scott with me. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Scott will be with me everywhere I go, every place I go. When I go to Vegas to visit you, Scotty's coming with me. His nickname was Scotty. Well, you, his nickname was Scotty Vegas, mine, for Christ's sake. <laughs> a friend of mine that passed, we put his uh, remains, uh, his ashes into a soccer ball. 
And we, uh, we, we, we uh, have it on the mantle. That's awesome. That's awesome. And it's cool because he plays soccer. That was his thing. And um, it made us feel good. Yeah. And you know what I'm going to so do? We, you know what I'm going to do with his ashes? Because guess what? I, I'm, I'm picking them up today, actually. It's been like two and a half oh, weeks good. almost. So I'm going to pick them up today. This whole thing is so crazy. Uh, but I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm gonna, I've, I found a lamp. Me and my mom went walking down downtown Palm Springs last week. And we're like, we got. Let's try to find something to for Scotty. And they have these beautiful hanging lamps, like really like stained glass with all you know all these really cool designs. And I'm like, I was like, man, let's put them in one of these really cool far out lamps and hang it over the TV in the living room, and he can be with us all the time. So that's what that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put some of his remains. <laughs> so what we did on our end is we took one of his favorite bats and we drilled a hole in it and put his ashes in it. Oh, that's great. And we put it over the mantle because he was a baseball guy. And uh, that's awesome. That worked out really good because he was always into baseball. You know, he was, he was a fantastic baseball player and, yeah. you know, he would have went pro if he didn't, if he didn't settle down, but he did. And, you know, just, I don't know, man. I just, I just, there's, there's so much crap going on. You can't let people tell you that, that, that you're wrong for being uh, in grief and you're angry and you're in the thing and you're right. You know, you just have to say, Hey, you know what? I, I, this is the person I love and I miss them. And I want to remember them every day. Yes. Yes, exactly. And, and, and that's the key, you know, is just to remember them. And, you know, it's, it right now it's hard for me to, I mean, I, I, I don't even know. Like I said, the grief is tough. The whole, the silence is deafening. The silence is deafening. But he comes to me all the time, Jig, and I know that he's coming to me, and I know he's here with me, and I feel his presence. And, and listen, if you're going through something like this. He feels more mobile now because he can move oh. and he can do stuff. So, of course, that's what happens. Oh, my God. He's, he's so happy. Listen, People tell you, oh, you're going crazy. No, no, no. No. If they can move better. After the fact, now. he couldn't move. <laughs> I mean, he couldn't move. Exactly. He couldn't move. He could. He couldn't even. He couldn't even sit up to eat at the end in the last month or so. He couldn't even walk. I mean, are you kidding me? He's running with me, man. He's running with me. He's playing golf, telling me keep your head down and follow through, a hole. I've been telling you that for fifty years. <laughs> you know. So, <laughs> I love it. I love it. So That's I mean, great. oh, he's 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 so he's smiling. He's got his big blonde afro hair. You know, and he's looking great, and he's smiling, and he's like, "I'm." I'm so, Gary, if there's something you can tell somebody that's hurting, you know, what, 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 what message can you tell somebody that's currently hurting from a, a situation similar? It's okay. They don't have to hurt so much. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay when your friends or family ask you, "How you doing?" and you say, "I'm effed up. I'm in a bad state." I'm not doing well. It's okay. Let that energy out. Because if you, you keep that energy in and you lie to these people, when, you're, when your heart and your soul is ripped out, all it's going to do is make you more depressed. All it's going to do like is, 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 bring, is, is, is keep this energy, this negative, terrible, hurtful energy within your soul and your heart. So what I'm telling you, if you're hurting right now, if you're going through a tragedy like I just went through, and my mom, 
tell your friends and your family that you're not okay. And you can cry. And they'll cry with you. And that's the beauty of it is that your friends and your loved ones, people that really love you, will understand your grief and will be with you and cry with you and mourn with you. And I've had so much of that happening right now. It's amazing how many of my friends have been are broken from this. I mean, I've had a lot of friends that are broken from this, can't even believe it. And I can't believe it. But it's okay to feel it. I'm going to feel this for I don't know how long. I knew this day was coming, Jigga. I knew this day one day was know. coming. I knew. I didn't know it was going to come this soon. And I, and I would tell people, man, I don't know how I'm going to deal with it. I'm going to be a broken man. I would tell them beforehand. I told many people beforehand, you know, once Scotty's gone, I'm going to be a broken person. And I don't know how long it's going to take me to heal. It's okay to feel that. I'm going to feel it for a long time. Doing the show right now, it's hard. But it's, 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 yeah. it feels good. I love talking to you, and I love talking about this. But it's okay to not be okay. So don't lie to people and say, when they ask you, as I always get, how you feeling? How you doing? Just checking, up, ch- just checking in on you. You know, I get text messages. Now it's text messages. Just checking in on how you doing. Not good. Well, you're doing good then on that. You know? So, so that's what I would, that would be the one message I would tell anybody that's hurting right now with something that happened to them. It's okay to not be okay. And it's okay to say, I'm hurting. I'm not doing well. I'm devastated, whatever, because that's the truth. Speak the truth. Oh, I find this is really horrible. Huh? Oh, I find this is really horrible, and I just, uh, I haven't felt good since uh, you, you let me know what I just, I've been really sad. Well, thank I just, you, brother. I just, I just want you to be okay. And this is okay, Miss Scott, and, and, and talking on the, on the phone and everything. I know, and I know we. I have. I have a show. Actually, what I'm going to do later on this week, I have a show, and I'll send it to you, and I'll let you know when you call in and Scotty's in the studio. I didn't play it last week. I saved it because I wanted to talk to you. I have a show where you you call in and Scotty's in the studio and he's driving me crazy because <laughs> he won't because he won't shut the f up. Gary, when are we going to leave? Gary, when are we going to go? Like, it was always funny I, with that. Though. I'm doing an effing show, Scott. Knock it off. I, 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 said, I said, I'm not going to take you here anymore. So I didn't play it because it was just too hurtful last week to play it. But yeah. what I, I think tomorrow, I think on Wednesday's show, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play the show with you and Scotty. At, Scotty and me were at the studio, and you were on the phone, and we were trying to do a show, and Scotty's totally interrupting us and driving me crazy. So that was funny, though, man. <laughs> I'll do it tomorrow, and then I'll send you a link so you can hear his voice. I love you, Gary, and just been very sad. I know. Thank you, brother. I, I, listen, I love you too, and I, I want to thank you for you know your your emotions and your thoughts and uh, you know your prayers and I, I tell no. Deidre I I'm love sorry, it too. I'm not funny today. I just um. No, there's nothing funny. Really no, I know. Listen, this is okay, and people need to hear this. It's okay. It's okay, man. We need to feel this hurt and pain, and we're gonna get through it. And maybe next week we'll we'll uh, we'll talk about the craziness of our world with the U.S. going to Russia possibly. Neil Young being a dick, and uh, you know, and and all the other and, and all the other thing. I guess there was some swimmer that 
was a transgender, but they still had all the equipment winning a bunch of medals or a bunch of swimming meets. So we'll talk, we'll get into all that. The, the Olympics start uh, this week. So yeah. we'll, we'll do it. Well, listen, man, we need to do a show like this. I'm sorry, it could be more funny. This no, week. you're, hey, this is the one, I'll tell you right now, Jiga, this is one of the best shows, if not the best show we've ever done. Because this is real. This is real, and people need to hear this. Because, you, you know, you, you're grieving. You know, you were grieving about your dad, and, you know, you, you were telling me, and this is what I want to get before we end, about the hole in your soul when you're talking to your dad two, three times a day, and then all of a sudden he suddenly passed, and then the, what do you do? How do you act? How do you react? Yeah. How, do you get through, how do you get through the days? Like, that's the thing I'm, I'm trying. How do I get through each day? And I know you went through that with your dad, and it's hard. Yeah. It's hard, man. It's hard. But don't do anything stupid. That's all I got to say. I don't. The best thing I'll do is I'll buy some good booze and I'll drink it all. <laughs> well, what I've been doing, what I've been doing, because I feel Scotty's presence every time I go out and do this, is go play golf. And I've been doing a lot of golf. That's and because good. that's where, I like that. That's where I feel him. Play golf. And, I think that's great. And do something that, listen. Good luck. And, as and, long as it's legal. In uh, California, because they, they make everything illegal. No, it's still illegal. illegal. But listen, if you're grieving right now, take your passion that you love and utilize it. Utilize your passion for whatever you love to do. Utilize it, and be. Then your your loved one will be there. If you lost somebody, if you're just depressed or whatever, just take your take your passion, what you really love to do, and 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 utilize that and. Um, it won't. The pain won't go away. The suffering won't go well, away. It's positive today. I want people to know. It was, things, you know? dude. This is one of the best shows we've ever done, and this is what people need to hear, man. Because this is real. I'm tired. Of, everybody's a phony piece of ass, Jiga. That's why. I wish I could make people laugh today. I just can't. No, there's today. no laughter. There's no laughter today. This was our first show since Scotty's passing, and we need. We, we it went. It wouldn't be. It wouldn't honor Scotty if we were laughing. Even though we did have a, a couple jokes, we did do a couple things. But um, you know, listen, he, he was a good person. Yeah, and he, and the great great part about him is that he just was a. He cared about people, and he was good. And you look back at this, and you go. Was all this worth it? Like, what? What the hell? What the hell happened? You know, and horrible. Well, listen, we're we're none of us are going to get out of here alive. None. Of, he had to go through this. <laughs> this and, and the bottom That's line true. is, he he. I believe he had to go through some of this to get where he's at now. I really do believe that God. You know, it's it's not an easy world. If you read the Bible, everybody in the There's Bible, the every area. prophet in the Bible went through holy s. Because yeah, God, that's sometimes that what that's what God wants because He's testing your. He, oh my God! Horrible. He, he's testing you. He's testing you. So listen, man. Um, I love you. Know, I'll fail any test they give me because <laughs> I get mad and I get angry. You're but going. I, you, I do you know, too. You're my friend. I do, but I do too. But listen, man. You're you're. Don't worry. You got you got you got a ticket straight up there, man. Don't worry about it. All, even all the S you've done. I've done a lot of S too, but we've got. I think we've got the gold E ticket. You know what I mean? The gold. Golden e-ticket to heaven. So listen, man, I love you. Thanks for calling in this morning to do the show. And I, I really thank you so much. And I love Please you. For, don't forget to tell your mom that she's a saint and a wonderful person. I will Please not. don't forget. I will not. I will not. I will not. Listen, God I bless. You, Gary. I love I'll you, too. I'll you again. Okay, I'll call you. Let's talk, let's talk next, uh, 
next week, and we'll we'll try to we'll try to lighten it up a little bit and try to get into our uh, sure. our vibe and energy. Okay. Yeah, brother. All right. God bless. Give my love to Deidre too. All right. Thank you, Jig. We'll do. Thank, Thank you, you, brother. So much, man. God bless. God bless. God bless. All right, you guys. Well, that, that was a, I think a great show. Um, I enjoyed it, and I hope you did too. I'll be back uh, tomorrow with. Uh, I I think I'm gonna play that show where Scotty's in the studio with me, and Jig is on the phone, and Scott's driving me nuts. Uh, <laughs> he's actually laughing about it right now, <laughs> so he wants me to play it. You guys take care. Be safe, be healthy, and love one another. It is Control Chaos. FM and now 102.3 FM. NBC News.